Let's take our self-healing journey one step deeper, shall we? It's time for a free, amazing opportunity for you to move closer to your goals, to embody your highest self, and to call in the freedom, confidence, health, abundance, all the things that you have always desired in your life. The Heal Yourself Free Challenge is officially open for enrollment. Heal Yourself Free is a free five-day series around the art of self-healing. Whether you are just starting out on your path or you've been on the self-healing journey for what feels like a lifetime, the Heal Yourself Free series is designed to walk you through a step-by-step process that is results-driven to remove the blocks, the limitations, and the patterns that have been playing out for you in your life. If you find yourself settling for less than you deserve, not living life to the fullest, feeling like you're holding yourself back with insecurities, doubts, poor habits, or fear, it's time to break through, heal, and be free. During the Heal Yourself Free series, I am going to share the secrets and the method behind my signature program called Heal that has helped more than 90 incredible souls reclaim their life and transform their reality. Inside of this free series, I'm going to offer you some of the exact steps contained inside the HEAL program. Get ready for the most epic breakthroughs on your healing journey, especially if you know that you've been holding yourself back. The Heal Yourself Free series is the place where you will unlock your power and rewrite your resistance once and for all. You'll get access to five live video trainings, five epic homework action plans, and an incredible community of women who are on their healing path just like you. Some of the things you can bring to this series, things like healing chronic health, healing insecurity, healing financial blocks, body image, fear of failure, mental health challenges, childhood trauma, whatever you feel, you can heal. And anything that you feel like your soul needs a rewrite for, you can bring to this free series. The beautiful journey starts on April 18th, and to sign up, all you have to do is go to laurenoflove.com slash free. That's laurenoflove.com slash F-R-E-E. It's very easy to remember. We'll put it in the show notes of this episode as well. And I just want to invite you guys to remind yourselves that we can be on healing journeys for a really long time, but if we're not actually getting results, having shifts, going deeper, it's time to do something different. So come to laurenoflove.com slash free. I'm going to be sharing all of my methods with you and I cannot wait to begin this journey. Lauren's heal program has healed so many aspects of my life. Heal impacted my life hugely. When you ask for growth, you're given opportunities to grow. The journey that Lauren took us on was beyond words for me to describe. As we explore the content in today's episode, I want to gently remind you that the doors to my signature life transformation program called Heal are opening very soon. If you're listening to this podcast because you are on a path to personal transformation and you're ready to get more results on your healing journey, do deeper work than ever before, and see epic results in your life as you blast through your own personal limitations, I want to encourage you to take a step forward today to learn a little bit more about the HEAL program to see if it's a right fit for you. HEAL is my signature six-month personal transformation program. It's a 12-step immersion process that I have seen students go through and create epic results in their life. Just have a listen. I don't even feel like I'm the same person. I feel like I've had a different incarnation within the same lifetime. You had a big financial explosion the first round of HEAL. Let's let's talk about what happened for you. $28,000 in 36 hours. I spent so many years in therapy and thought, why am I not better yet? Why can't I let go of these insecurities? Why can't I heal the past? (laughs) I didn't know it was gonna take a spiritual journey with you. It's been the best thing ever. I came in really wanting to heal the relationship I had with myself because I felt like there's lots I want to work on, but it all begins with 
me and the way I am in all of these situations, things have massively changed. And my friends have noticed, I can only say this honestly, hand on heart, it works. Anything that you want to heal for yourself is truly possible. Your relationship with money, your relationship with yourself, your relationship with your body, your relationship with everything around you can transform when you start to do the work from within. I'm so excited to share this step-by-step process with you that is rooted in personal transformation and results. For more information, to consider yourself a student of this work, you can go to laurenoflove.com slash heal and see all the details about our next round of the program. Make sure you grab a spot on the waitlist to get exclusive offers as bonuses and to be the first to know when doors open. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Just just let's wait a minute before we <laughs> dive in, before I say hello. This morning, I feel so called to record content for the podcast. So I am sitting down. Part of my relationship with content creation and business is that when it calls me, it calls me no matter what. And it's 6.30 a.m. So I'm sitting here with my cup of coffee. I've been up for a couple of hours, which um, I know may trigger some of you. Like, Lauren, how do you wake up at five o'clock in the morning? I don't know. I just, it's a practice. I started to adapt my schedule. I'm getting so off topic. Okay, wait. So basically, I wake up very early and I love it. It's a beautiful process. And today, waking up early, doing my aligned time practices and rituals of self-care, I felt very inspired to record content for the podcast. But the universe is so funny because I was so flowy and so aligned and so pumped. And I don't know if you've ever had this happen to you, but like you're really excited to do something and then the universe just kind of brings you all of these annoying little obstacles. So I'm laughing because I made the decision to record this podcast and then my husband wakes up and just as I'm about to record, he says, oh, there's pee on the floor because one of the dogs, oh my poor little Zoe, she's getting older and she's having accidents. So I had to run downstairs and clean it all up. And then I come upstairs and my other dog, Lily, is like banging on the door to get into the room where Matt is, grounding in for his own morning routine. And so she's trying to get in there. So I got to stop and get up and like take care of her. And then I finally sit down and everything's ready to go. And just as I press record, all I hear is our heating system go just like okay (laughs) this is happening this is a part of the morning this is something that I have to deal with but I'm inspired and I am here and I just want to say for every lovebird who has been listening to this show I am so freaking honored like this season of the podcast has been soul nourishing to me in so many ways. I feel like for the first time in so long, I have too much content to record. Like I'm almost like overcharged, inspired. I have so many stories I want to share. Uh, Some of the things that are kind of on my radar that you'll be seeing over the next couple of months, just to keep these things in mind. We're going to continue to bring some guests on the show because I love these duality conversations the back and forth, the in-depth dialogue. So you're going to be having the opportunity to hear from more guests on the show. But also too, I really want to share my story of my entire plant medicine journey from start to finish because so many of you guys are asking about that. And last week on the show, I shared my entire mental health journey from start to finish. And the week before that, I shared my chronic illness healing story from start to finish. And it just feels like there are a lot of things that are, um, I don't want to say closed, but just like completed. And I was reflecting on this this morning, and it could be why I'm feeling so inspired to create content for you guys. My healing journey for so long was about fixing. It was about repairing, rewriting, rewiring, transmuting, letting go of, shedding. Like I did so much work around 
repairing myself. And I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing. I know there are a lot of people out there who say, oh, like you shouldn't be trying to fix yourself. There's nothing wrong with you. And that's entirely true. There is nothing wrong with you. But sometimes like we as like a vehicle sometimes need a little bit of repair. There's nothing wrong with us. We just need some repair. And I'm on the other side of a season that felt really, really challenging and very, very focused on repairing. And it's been really cool to take all of this study, whether it is my study of plant medicine and healing the body and physical steps I have taken or my mental health or the steps I've taken in my spirituality and coming deeper into the essence of myself, it just really feels like now I'm no longer in this season of repair. I'm in this season of deepening, of being aware of like where I'm at and challenging myself to go deeper into my joy, deeper into my self-love, deeper into my abundance, deeper into my happiness, and deeper into my fulfillment. And I've been really sitting with, you know, what does it look like as I go deeper into these things in my life? What do my relationships look like? What do my finances look like? What does my lifestyle look like? What does my relationship with my body look like? So yeah, so I think that's why I'm feeling so inspired to create for you guys because I feel like I'm on the other side of some really deep, intense stuff and I have so much value that I just feel in my heart that I really want to pour into you. So um, it's 6.30 a.m. and I'm like, yes, let's do this. Let's record a podcast episode because I'm on crack and this is just how it feels today. Uh, So just a little update of like what's going on in my life. I love to share with you guys. I'm feeling very inspired in the business. As we are recording this, it's uh, about to, well, if you're listening to this, it's happening already. The doors are open for our free five-day series called Heal Yourself Free. I am so pumped, like unbelievably pumped. This is going to be the best free five-day challenge I have ever run because I am in the highest vibration and we have now led 91 women through the HEAL program process and I really wanted to take those methods and those steps and that whole six-month container and give you, all of you listeners, these beautiful lovebirds, the opportunity to really start taking steps on your healing journey. You know, maybe you've been listening to the show and you're feeling like you relate to a lot, you resonate with a lot. I don't want you just passively listening and relating. I want you changing your life, you know, and improving yourself and becoming the best version of you and healing if that's what your soul declares and desires. I have this really strong belief that whatever your soul desires is your destiny. Whatever you are feeling is something you want for yourself is meant for you. And we just have to learn how to recalibrate our identity, how to collapse our timelines, how to release what no longer serves us, how to rewrite our programming, all of these things. So that free series called Heal Yourself Free is open for enrollment right now. You can probably tell by the introduction and the promo that we had at the beginning of this episode. So go check it out. Please do not wait. Do that right now. Like pause this podcast, take a minute, laurenoflove.com slash free, go sign up. I'm pretty sure that's what the URL is. I'm actually going to check that right now because I'm like, oh my gosh, are you giving the wrong URL, Lauren? And, uh, please go join. This is going to be a free five-day series. I'm going to share with you guys some of the most profound lessons of my healing journey and the things that really shifted and changed the game for me. And I will say it doesn't matter uh, where you are on your path. You can be working on your relationship with healing your body You can be working on healing your relationship with your business. You could be healing money, healing your parent dynamic, or just elevating into that next level. Like, come join, come join. That is the right link. I just checked. Heal Yourself Free is at laurenoflove.com slash free. Okay, now that all of that magic is out of the way, we're going to start deepening this dialogue as we shift into our conversation, which is all about my journey of how self-healing 
actually healed and transformed my relationship with my husband. And I'm so excited about this. If you have ever been in your life where you have attracted a partner that really doesn't serve you, or if you're in a marriage that feels super dysfunctional, or there's a lot of stress or a lot of tension, or a lot of rejection or a lot of frustration, this episode is gonna be for you. I'm gonna share so much medicine channeled through this dialogue. I have seen massive transformation in my life through my self-healing journey, through the principles I teach in the HEAL program. They've not only applied to my relationship with myself, which is so important and the most important foundation, but I really believe that when we actually heal in relationship with ourselves, we start to see really, really big shifts in how we show up in how we interact in the world. And one of those ways is our relationship with our partner. So I'm gonna share a lot of the story and the vulnerable content of how my healing journey has actually healed my relationship with my husband and how our marriage has changed through this practice and process. And I'm gonna be touching on a lot of different things like the wounds that can surface in a marriage, what that means, how it shows up. I'm also gonna talk about my spiritual path and how it affected my relationship with my partner and some of the things that have changed over the last couple of years of doing this deep inner healing work. So without further ado, let's dive into the story, how I healed my marriage. Get ready for another channeled dialogue. Hello, sisters. Are you ready to deep dive with me? <laughs> wow. I I just have to laugh at the universe and how funny the universe can be because I've had this podcast episode recorded, uh, scheduled to be recorded on my list for a while, but I decided to record this episode last minute because I've had some very deep learnings come through my relationship quite recently. And I will say this. Just like anything that you are healing in your life, the process of healing is not about reaching an outcome. It's about going deeper and deeper and deeper into your study. So I'd like to start this conversation that's very channeled, very fluid, very flow-filled by sharing with you one of the things that recently came up for me. So before this episode was recorded, a couple of days before this moment right now, I sat down with my husband to actually interview him and ask him some questions uh, on a recording. I wanted to know from his perspective how he felt my healing journey had shifted and changed our relationship. And I didn't know, but before I pressed that record button, I had a lot of expectation around what I wanted him to say. I personally wanted him to say, wow, you've changed so much and oh my gosh, you're a totally different person. Our relationship is so much better and wow, and our relationship was a mess before, right? And he didn't really say that. <laughs> he is uh, such a good teacher for me where during those times where I'm really uh, in my own shadow, looking for validation, looking for recognition, looking for certain things outside of myself, when I reach for them through him, expecting him to provide them for me because I'm not actually providing them for myself, I get hit with this mirror of, hey, I'm not going to give this to you. Provide this for yourself. And it's like hard sometimes, you know, to get hit with that. And so we started to have this recorded dialogue, and my first question to him was, how do you feel our relationship has changed throughout my healing journey? And for me, I have a very emotional, deep perspective on how my healing journey has actually translated into our relationship because I was the one that was going through so much turmoil and so much challenge in our relationship prior to my healing journey. He was always very consistent and very clear and very present and very committed in our relationship. And I was the one that was having this hard time. So for him, 
that question is kind of like, yeah, things have changed for sure. Like you're definitely more loving and you're more present and you're active. You're not sleeping 18 hours a day because you're not depressed and you're not with chronic illness. And that stuff physically is so different. And the love that I'm able to provide him is so much more immense. And he sees and feels all of that. But he didn't give me the pat on the back that I was really looking for, which was like, wow, you've changed so much. And I think that's a really good place to start, right? Because all of us are here on healing journeys and we are, many of us are in partnership or in relationship and we want our partners to see us and to uh, give us the gratification and the recognition that so often really actually is something that comes from within. I don't need my partner to tell me that I have had this incredibly deep, massive, powerful, radical transformation if I truly know that in my soul 100%. And so when we were recording this conversation, I started to feel these emotions of like, oh my God, he doesn't see me. Oh my God, he, he doesn't see my progress. He doesn't see this. He doesn't see that. And so I had to take a minute to go through my own healing around that before I dove into recording this episode for you. And hey, let this be a reminder to you that the healing journey is cyclical. You're going deeper and deeper and deeper into coming into alignment. And While we are having this conversation about relationships, you have to remember healing comes from within. Healing is about yourself. Healing is your personal journey and it will 1 million percent ripple out into the world. But getting that recognition from people around you or that validation from people around you is not the way, okay? You are your own recognition. You are your own validation. And when you start to show up in a way that creates change in your life and you see the results and you see the outcome and you see the way things have shifted, that's all the evidence that you need. You do not need somebody to pat you on the back. So let's start this journey at the beginning. We're going to go way back when into the early days of my relationship with my husband. I've talked a lot about Uh, how my husband's a really private guy and he doesn't like social media and he runs the business with me behind the scenes and he's very much uh, different than me. He's very logical. He's very scientific. He's a nerd. He loves math and um, physics and Albert Einstein and watches uh, a lot of things on YouTube that would not interest me at all. But because we are very different, we have this really beautiful polarity, right? And I think sometimes in relationships, we feel a really strong desire for our partners to be like us, for our partners to have the same perspectives as us or the same interests as us or the same points of view of the world as us. And I really think that part of my healing path has uh, really gifted me the opportunity to see that duality and difference and having a... unique original perspectives and unique original passions is what creates diversity and it's what creates a really beautiful opportunity for learning. So I'd like you all to be invited into that perspective as well that you can go on your path and be your own person and grow and evolve and change and having your partner needing to do everything with you or needing to do all of the rituals or the inner work or the spiritual study, right? All of this is a wound within ourselves which says, hey, I'm not enough to follow what I want. I need to like have people do it with me or I can't do what I really want to do unless my husband is doing it with me or, you know, whatever these stories of codependency are, it's very, very important that we challenge them. So I'm just going to have a drink of water here as we dive in. Healing my relationship with my husband has actually been a journey of healing my relationship with myself, yes, but also healing my relationship with the past versions of myself and how they have been in relationships. If you've ever been in this situation, you can understand that if you've been through trauma in partnership or if you've been through trauma even in your childhood with your father figure that raised you, a lot of that stuff can get projected into the dynamic that you have with your partner. And for me, the very early stages of our relationship, I did a lot of this. When my husband uh, expressed anger in some way, whether he was angry at 
you know, uh, his coworker and he was talking about it or he was angry at a man who drove the wrong way on the road. I was so uncomfortable with anger because I had been so conditioned as a child to be this tiny little scared cat because my father was very angry and it became a very almost felt dangerous sort of thing to be around all of this anger all the time. So when I started dating my husband and there were little moments, very briefly, because my husband's a very, very calm person, but every once in a while to see this like kind of spark of an emotion that triggered and reminded me of my childhood, it created a lot of dysfunction within me and I would immediately want him to stop. I want him to shut it off. I tried to fix it. I would get involved or try to change his state by telling him it was wrong to be that way. And so these were kind of the early signs of like, hey, I'm actually not being present in this relationship. I'm actually projecting a lot of my own wounds into this dynamic because I need healing. Now, this goes beyond the father figure principle to go even deeper into the relationships that I had from the years of my previous partners, right? If you've been in relationships with people that you cannot trust, people who have been emotionally abusive or verbally abusive or this or that, Sometimes you'll go into a relationship that's actually quite loving and very healthy and project all of that dysfunction into that relationship. And that was what I did. I had been through my first marriage filled with a lot of emotional abuse, uh, a lot of physical abuse, not on me, but like my ex-husband would punch walls and like make holes in the walls and get so angry, be enraged. And in certain moments in the early stages of my relationship with my partner, I found myself poking the bear almost to create these scenarios to repeat patterns for myself. And I could see that I was actually instigating and creating dysfunction in our relationship, whether that was uh, questioning him over and over and over again because I didn't trust him, not because I didn't trust him, but because I had wounds from past relationships where I was with somebody who wasn't trustworthy. And so when we come into these relationships that are really sacred, I know people talk a lot about like twin flame principle and I've never really actually gone super deep into deciding like, do I have a twin flame relationship or not? But I will say my relationship with my husband has been this beautiful vessel to bring forth kind of these old ways and these old dynamics of previous partnerships and in our relationship we were able to do things really differently where when those things arose I had an opportunity to make different choices to interact differently to choose a new path now this took me a lot of time to learn because in the early stages of our relationship to go from being somebody who constantly attracted abusive partners manipulative partners emotionally destructive partners to now being with a man who walked in integrity, who was really kind, who was very compassionate, who was very calm, somebody who communicated well, somebody who expressed their feelings well. This was really um, uncomfortable for me. I felt very, very unworthy of being with somebody who was actually like kind of perfect in my perspective. And right out of the gate being in this relationship, all of those wounds came through. Like, how am I deserving of this man? So maybe this man isn't actually what I think. Maybe he's actually not a deserving man because that's what I've been attracting. So let me project that onto him and let me create all this dysfunction so that, you know, I could say this is just repeating the pattern. But I constantly dealt with these feelings of unworthiness and those unworthiness wounds would play out in me pushing him away, in me not... Um, being able to receive his love in me not communicating in a nonviolent way, right? I used to communicate in a really like unhealthy way. And my husband is really incredible in the sense that, in many senses, but in the way that like whatever I've wanted to do, whether that was I want to go away for a year to Sedona to heal myself or um, I want to sign up for this $100,000 Tony Robbins Platinum Partnership, or I want to quit my job to start a business, or I want to burn down the business to start the HEAL program, or I want to sit with a lot of plant medicine. Like He's always been a person that has supported me, even when he has not understood. And I think that that is such a premise and such a foundation for what it means to be loving towards somebody is to say, 
I may not understand, but I support and I'm here for you and I encourage you to follow what feels right. My relationship prior to my healing journey, the the in-depth healing that I've done recently, right, like over the last three years or so, was very dysfunctional. And I, I think that when I say that it's dysfunctional, what I mean is it was dysfunctional within myself. Like I didn't feel happy. I didn't feel content. I didn't feel present. I didn't feel um, committed. I, f- I felt like I was coming online into this newer version of me that was more happy, more wild, more expressed, more messy, more um, emotional, more spiritual for sure. And I think when I knew those things were happening for me and that I was blossoming and coming on into this new vibrational self, I had a lot of stories that that was not going to be enough for him. And I also had a lot of stories that said, well, I'm doing all of this work and he's not, so I'm probably going to outgrow him. And whatever story you have will play out for you to face. Like your stories are internal belief systems and you will play them out as an opportunity from the universe to correct them. So when I was in Sedona for a long time, I started to really question like, okay, okay, like, am I, is, is, is this right? Like, am I supposed to be in this relationship long-term? Like, and I think that's something that a lot of um, people are afraid to talk about, but I do think that's like a very big thing that happens in spiritual awakening where we start to question everything. We question our jobs, we question our family dynamic, we question our upbringing, we question ourselves, we question our relationships and our purpose and all of these things. And so I really started to question, you know, this new version of me that I'm becoming, like, is he going to stick around for this? Is he going to like this new version of me? Is he going to accept this new version of me? What if he doesn't? What if I'm doing all of this growth and he isn't on board? And so out of that fear, I think I really did spend a lot of time pushing him away and disconnecting. And I also created a lot of pressure around him to do the things that I wanted and was doing, like get on board with me, do this stuff. And, you know, I will say something about that, right? Because I think that there are certain relationships where you will start to outgrow your partner. Like you're waking up and you're doing more work in the world and you're coming on to your purpose and your husband is like drinking all day or playing video games all day and isn't doing anything else, right? Like my husband enjoys a nice glass of wine and plays video games sometimes, but he's also, you know, doing a lot of things for his purpose and living in integrity and following his joy and uh, living in right relationship. And for a long time, I told myself this story that, oh, if he's not doing the things that I'm doing, that means he's not growing. And I projected this judgment on him. Here's this man. Wow, he's not doing anything that I'm doing. He's so lazy. I wasn't seeing the things that he was doing that looked different than my things. And I think in this world, you know, this speaks to a really greater issue that's kind of happening and unfolding right now where, you know, you'll wake up to something that really helps you. And like I mentioned before, you want to help everybody. But then we also do this other thing where we like scoff at or roll our eyes out or judge other people that are not doing the things that we are actually doing that are changing our lives. And spiritual healing, self-expansion, personal realization, all of these things look different for everybody. My way is just one way of infinite possibilities, right? So I was rejecting him and a lot of this was based on the fact that I was actually rejecting myself. So along my path, I felt like I needed to mold or shift or change myself to fit, to be a certain way that I thought my husband wanted me to be. When I got home from Sedona, there was this huge year of integration, right? Integrating all of the lessons I had learned. And it was really challenging because part of my spiritual study, for example, is singing. I really enjoy singing and prayer and channeling music. And I felt so insecure and and dancing to sacred music and going out in the woods and like screaming just to be a wild woman to release, right? Like these new practices, I felt like 
all right, like, I don't know if my husband's going to judge this. What is he going to say? Is he going to make fun of this? Is he going to call it weird? And so I started to mold myself into this tiny little container. And my my experience in healing in Sedona was so great for this because I got to see such contrast in that duality of like, here's what you look like when you're fully embraced and you're fully immersed and you're doing all of these things for yourself and you're being yourself. Now go home and see how you used to be. And I was like, holy shit, this is so different. So I had to spend a lot of time learning how to calibrate and be in my frequency and radiate no matter who was watching, no matter what people were observing and just be in my own frequency. And again, this was like my husband being a really great teacher for me. One of my deepest wounds around this was the fact that I was really conditioned to be a prim and proper woman, right? A proper woman is quiet. A proper woman's really clean, right? She's very polite and In spiritual awakening study and self-healing study, we really come back to and reunite with this energy of the wild woman, the woman in us that is ferocious and messy and sings songs and is multi-layered and emotional on a total crazy spectrum. And uh, I was really afraid that this part of me would not be accepted by my husband. And so, of course, I pushed him away to feed into that story. And so I started to come back online. I started to, you know, commit myself to this prayer and do this work and go deeper and deeper and deeper into embracing my essence. And, you know, just a couple of days ago it was so funny. I had never expressed this to him that my deepest fear was that um, I would be uh, weird for being wild. And he had said something to me. He's like, I love how wild you are. And I realized that, For so long, women were afraid, we are afraid to be this extreme essence of feminine embodiment. But when we actually allow ourselves to do it, though, we lead, we create change, we inspire, we ripple, we're magnetic, we are radiant, we we vibrate this frequency of love and wildness and Um, variety and beauty that just has such an impact and inspires. So I really love this new approach that healing has brought me, which is that I get to be myself. I get to be my unique individual. I get to be exactly as I am in all that I am. And my husband's job as the sacred masculine is just to hold space for that. It's not to be Uh, somebody who fixes me. It's not to be somebody who, uh, you know, tries to morph me or change me or to even be the same as me. It's really just simply about him holding space to allow me to be myself. And, you know, I really love Matt's perspective on this of like, you know, I love you for who you are and you've always been that way. And I think that when you have a partner who is holding you while you're going through a transformation or a journey or an awakening, they actually see your greatest essence before you do sometimes. And they love you and appreciate you for who you are in every single stage of your life. And I'm so grateful that I've been able to have just a man of such integrity like that in my life. And I know that's not for everybody, right? Not everybody is in a position where they have that. But I really hope and pray that that, this conversation expands you and helps you to see that You deserve a safe container to express and to evolve and to transform. And I think also too, my healing journey has really, really helped me in identifying what is not mine and what is of my past, which is also not mine, what is of my programming and what's mine, right? So our conversations, when we used to like, have arguments and I don't know if anybody can relate to this but prior to my healing journey your our relationships would get like really like twilight zoney like like we would have a conflict about something like like somebody said something this he would say something to me and I would be like reading into it and making it mean way more than it meant so he would say something that would trigger my inner child right and um 
maybe he said something in an energy that I felt was like of my father where it was like judgmental or aggressive or nasty in a response and and I would be like you're being so mean and like you're not and he's like what I just asked you like where's the kitchen knife right but you're you're thinking that I'm pissed off that like you lost the kitchen knife or something. I don't know why I brought up a knife in this example. It's probably not a good thing to say, but you get the point, right? It's like he would say something so simple, like where is this thing in the kitchen? And I would translate it to mean, oh, what he really means is that he's so annoyed that I'm disorganized. And it would start this this conversation of me kind of twisting something he would say. And then he would say, no, I never said that. You're reading into what I'm saying, right? And then I would come back and go, well, now you're angry and you're speaking to me and I don't like the way you're speaking to me. And now let's have a whole conversation about all of the other times in our life where you don't talk to me the way that I should be talked to. And then the whole conversation is just this crazy warped dialogue of dysfunction when really the whole entire experience started because he said something And I did not hear what he was saying. I heard what I wanted to hear based on my own childhood programming. And so spiritual study and self-healing has really given me the opportunity to learn how to take a pause to process and to sit down and ask the question, what is really being unraveled here, right? Because I could tell myself this story that it's like, oh, it's my relationship and my husband's just a bad communicator and he gets triggered a lot and blah, blah, blah. Or I could really sit with like, He's telling me that he was not in an emotional state when he asked where this thing was in the kitchen. He's telling me he was really calm, that he wasn't upset. Why did I twist that in my head? Where is that coming from? And I could really see where I was projecting childhood trauma into our relationship and creating dysfunction. So something that happened in the very early stages of my healing journey where I started to notice this pattern where I was pausing to process. And I really invite you guys to take this practice into your life because this has been a huge game changer for us in our relationship. I had just gotten home and he was like frustrated about something. I Maybe I wasn't, I hadn't spent a lot of time at home maybe. And I came home and I I I was uh, really excited to see him and like he was kind of annoyed, right? And he said something kind of, you know, uh, a, like a jab a little bit, like, oh, well, you're never around or something, right? I don't, I don't know if this was the exact conversation. This was like years ago, but I'm just trying to like sit with this moment. I had just gotten back from all of my study and he made this jab. And in that moment, I took a breath and I said, I need a minute. And I I didn't even, I wasn't like, whoa, how dare you speak that way? Let's start a fight about it. I was like, silence. Let me take a minute. And so I walked out of the room. I stepped into my meditation space. I sat down and I just started to think, like, what is this bringing up for me? How did he behave? Where did this come from? What is he maybe feeling? Right. One of the biggest things that Matt had recognized in my healing journey was that when I started to self-heal, I was in more of a regulated nervous system. So I wasn't as reactive and I could take these pauses to really start to think about, well, what's actually coming up? What is this actually representing? What does this mean? And our communication got to become a really beautiful, healthy, non-violent way of communication where I could take this step away, sit down, really think about what I was feeling. And then when he was ready, he could come and sit down and we could talk about stuff. Now, my husband is not on this healing journey with me, but I know from my study that the highest frequency always leads. So therefore, I can always lead the vibration of every single conversation I have with my partner. And if I'm not in a heart space, if I'm in my ego or if I'm fear-based or if I'm getting triggered, my inner child screaming, I have to be really, really careful to take a moment to come back into my heart. And that's what that space does. If you look at spiritual people, one of the the most common studies, not studies, but expressions people have is the spirituality is in the silence, right? If you want to become spiritual, sit in silence because silence is where the connection to God is. And it's through that silence that we can really actually learn and slow down our thoughts and disconnect. And so 
rather than being from a hyper-focused, stressed-based, trigger-responded, trauma-infused nervous system, reacting, reacting, protecting, protecting, fighting, fighting, I could actually sit with my heart and be like, okay, like what's happening? What's moving? What's representing here? And then the dialogues, because I'm leading this energy, got really calm. And I will say too, like there have been situations where that's like not the case, right? Where I've I've got, gotten tripped up and I've indulged, but I've been able to catch myself quicker and quicker and quicker and slow down and be in my frequency. I think that one of the biggest ways that healing, from my perspective, has also healed my relationship with my partner is that I'm able to be more present. And for so long, I really felt guilty about going on my self-healing journey because it required me to do some selfish things, right? I traveled away for a long time to do my deep healing work. I invested thousands of dollars to do my deep healing work. And I always thought that it was for me to fix myself because I was not fix myself, but to really like repair the wounds because I felt like I had so much stuff I needed to fix. But what I noticed was the the rewards that my partnership got and how worth my investments and my time and that dedication, that inner work really was. Because when I removed the clutter, when I removed the anxiety or the stress or the triggers or the trauma I could be present in doing activities that really actually brought us joy. I could be present in our relationship. And, you know, I'll be talking about this later on a, on another episode, but, you know, part of creating the life you want for me has always been about four principles. And I'll share them in depth later on throughout the series. But one of those principles is presence. And so often we are not present because we are playing out wounds from the past, because we are fearful about the future, because we are stressed about what may or may not happen. We feel unsafe. How on earth can we be present when we feel unsafe? And so healing has really given me the opportunity to build deeper connection, to also recognize that I don't need my partner to fix me. I don't need my partner to really hold a lot of space for me to emotionally process. Like, yeah, there are times, right? But I am my own healer. And I go on this journey to cultivate myself, to do my deep work. And when I come into my relationship from a place of wholeness, of not needing somebody, but being so whole and enough and worthy in myself as myself, that relationship just blossoms because two whole people coming together to create looks very different than two halves of a piece coming together, right? You create so much more magic in the world, in your relationship, in your family, in your impact, in your love for life, and your love for your partnership. So it's really been a beautiful thing. And I'm really, really blessed. And I just want to remind you guys that uh, healing your relationship with your partner really requires you to forgive and to let go and to start new chapters. For a long time, I was holding on to things that Matt had done in the early days of our relationship, and I harbored them, and I felt unworthy because of them, and I got triggered because of them, and I felt insecure because of them, and created a lot of pressure in our dynamic. And at one point, I just realized, like, why am I holding on to things that have happened years ago? By holding on to things that happened years ago, I am preventing myself from being happy. The only person who is suffering here is me. Why am I still holding on? And this is where forgiveness work in our healing journey comes, whether or not that is with your partner or with your parent. The word forgiveness in Latin literally means to untie. So think about what you are tied to and how that is affecting your life. Forgiveness is not about the other person. It is about you. And I think sometimes we're so afraid of history repeating itself that we hold on to what has happened before to protect us from history repeating itself. But if we really are actually healing and if we really are actually expanding, we are safe to believe that history will not repeat itself because we are a different person. 
and we create a different reality. So whatever you are carrying in your relationship, the things that you've been through, the hurts that you've been through, the ways that you've treated each other, I want to remind you that with every chapter of your relationship, you can choose to do things differently. You can choose to let go. Something Matt and I did uh, about a year ago on my return from Sedona, I was holding on to a lot around all of this and was really ready to let go. And we decided to have a fire ceremony. And this was one of the ways that I invited him into my practice where yeah, he's not going to drink ayahuasca and he's not going to chant songs of prayer and he's not going to rattle or play a drum, but he's very open to aspects of my work. And one of those aspects is working with nature and working with the element of fire is a big passion of his. So we took out some beautiful blankets and we lit a sacred fire and I brought some cedar and I brought my ukulele and my drum and my journals and we took turns holding my feather fan and just speaking to the fire what we were letting go of for our relationship and what we wanted to call in for our relationship. And it was really a, such a beautiful practice to be able to offer a blessing of intention for our partnership to this fire. And actually, as I'm thinking about it now, like our relationship is just fucking transformed since that time. So that's like so cool. It's so cool to think about. So I'll just say like, you know, maybe there are rituals you can bring into your life with your partner to say, hey, I really want to move forward. I really want to let go of this. I really want to move on and step into a new place. You have to remember that a healthy relationship is not always about, um, it's never about being codependent, right? It's never about needing that person to be something for you or to have them act a certain way to provide you something that you're not providing for yourself. Um, And being in a healthy relationship is not lingering on to the past and holding on to the suffering of what you've been through and just playing it out over and over again. At some point, you have to make an intention to heal and to grow and to shift. And I'm really so, so blessed that I've been able to go on this healing journey because it has brought me home to the realization, which this is all about, which is that I am deserving of safe love. I am deserving of safe love. We are all deserving of safe love. And many of us do not have that as children. We are taught that we are loved by what we do, what we accomplish. We're taught as women that we are loved based on how much we care for others. We are taught as children that we are loved based on what we do that is approving. And we are held from love when we do something that is not of approving or not in alignment with our parents' perspectives of how we should be, right? Or we're too loud or we're too this or we're too that. Safe love is unconditional, okay? Think about that. And that is safe. I'm loved no matter what. I'm worthy of love no matter what. And when you have a relationship that does not make you feel that way, it is because you do not feel that way about yourself. So the answers to all of this, you want to heal your relationship. Maybe there's a part of you that knows that the relationship you have is worthy of going deeper into more intimacy. Or maybe you have a relationship where you're kind of aware that that relationship is not really of the best vibration for you. Or maybe you don't have a relationship and you want to call it in. All of that, the realizations, the shifts, the actions, the manifestations, everything that you want to have happen in your 3D reality around those three things requires you to look at yourself. And if you are a person that is resisting parts of you, holding parts of you back, not embodying, not speaking your truth, not expressing yourself, if you have parts of you that are wounded, that are insecure, codependent, trauma-ridden, right? You will repeat and repeat and repeat until the universe says, hey, are you going to fucking listen to this or what, right? Do different. Work on yourself. You need to come into a relationship with yourself where you say, I am so fucking worthy of love. I am so fucking deserving of being 
loved in all of my ways, in all of my essences. And that starts with you loving yourself in all of your essences. You have to love yourself when you fuck up. You have to love yourself when you don't feel beautiful. You have to love yourself when you make a decision that isn't what's best for you. You have to love yourself when you do something that is embarrassing or shame-filled. You have to love yourself when you make a mistake on your timeline or you screw up in your purpose or you say something stupid or you hurt someone's feelings or you make a bad choice. You have to love yourself no matter fucking what. And when you do that, your relationships will mirror that to you. All of them. So for me, I think what I've seen is that my relationship continues to teach me and point to where am I still not loving myself? That's what that whole little thing in the beginning of this was about. Where am I still not loving? Oh, I still think that I need to be something to get validated by him. Oh, I still think that I need to be recognized for my progress. Oh, I still think that my progress isn't actually enough unless somebody else sees it too and gives me a pat on the back. Wow. I got to learn how to be enough. What a lesson. So having a healed relationship is not that there's never anything that's going to come up. Having a healed relationship is saying, I know that this relationship is the most spiritual container that I will ever have in my fucking life and I'm going to let it teach me and I'm going to see all my shadows and I'm going to see all my hard lessons and I'm going to continue to study. And the study will get easier right? The study will get easier and, and it will change. It will become more dynamic. Like my study in my relationship when our dog passed away, such a big shift, right? Me learning how to comfort my husband through an emotionally difficult time. I had never, we've never done that before. That was very new. I had to learn how to meet the needs of my partner in that moment, right? And that was a new study. So if you're facing things that are challenging, I know that's not really a good example, but I'll just say if you're facing something that's challenging and it's triggering you to run a run, you know, maybe just take a look at that and just, there's a difference between that and red flags, right? But there are things that are challenging that will present themselves for you as an opportunity to go deeper into your study rather than being like, oh, peace the fuck out. But then there are also things that are red flags that will continuously come up and come up and come up and come up. And so if you're hearing this and you're like, well, Lauren, what is the difference, right? What is the difference between the deepening of the study in my relationship versus like the red flags? Um, really simple. It's uh, <laughs> when is enough enough kind of thing. Like, you know, there's that question. If that lands with you, that's great. If it doesn't, you know that maybe you're in a deeper relationship than that. But um, also just thinking about you know, this feeling of like the ego, like when we talk about decision making in relationships, like there's an ego and there's a higher self, right? And so if you're making decisions out of fear because you're afraid to go deeper with your partner, that feels very different versus the feeling of your higher self when you imagine leaving this relationship and you feel freedom, you feel elated, you feel peace, but then your ego comes in and goes, oh, but like what will so-and-so think? And like, what are you going to tell your parents and, and where are you going to live? And like, what about that? And what about this? And it's all this like stupid shit, you know? So just really sit with that. Um, yeah. And, and just remember like relationships are the most spiritual container you will ever have in your life. So get used to them. And it's why inside the healed program, when we talk about self-healing, self-healing on all of our 3d platforms are relationships your relationship with your partner, your relationship with money, your relationship with uh, self-love, your this is all how you relate, how you relate to things. That is 3D mirroring for your internal experience of self-love. So with that, take a step to move forward towards your own self-healing. Put yourself first and allow your relationships to mold and shift and change around you. And if you need help, I'll just say one final thing. We have that beautiful free series called Heal Yourself Free, which is open for enrollment right now as I'm releasing this episode. So if you haven't enrolled, really simple to take the steps. Go to laurenoflove.com free and sign up. Get your free ticket. Start learning. 
okay, I want a better relationship with my partner. Let me work on myself. Let me be the best I can be so that I radiate love frequency so that this relationship becomes amazing. And speaking of relationships, my husband just opened the door. So that's a beautiful sign for me to sign off today. I love you guys so much. I hope this episode inspired you. I hope it helped you. I look forward to seeing you guys all in the Heal Yourself Free free series. Again, laurenoflove.com slash free. All right, guys, I'll catch you on the next one. Hey, sister, don't go anywhere just yet. I have a free offer for you as a gift for being a beautiful lovebird listener of this show. I want to give any student who leaves a review on this podcast a beautiful free gift, the Six Laws of Wealth audio series. If you're creating prosperity, abundance, health freedom, financial freedom, this audio training series is going to shift and propel you into a new perspective of creating prosperity and wealth in your life. It's really simple to receive this free offer. All you have to do is leave a review on the podcast, write up some comments about how you feel this show has helped you. And when you're done, take a screenshot of that review and email our team. You can go to hello at laurenoflove.com and just share in an attached file a screenshot of your review. We'll respond back and give you a link to sign up for that free series, The Six Laws of Wealth Audio Training. It is a beautiful, jam-packed study, and I'm so honored to give you that gift for free. So again, just leave a review, write some love notes about how this podcast has changed your life, and take a screenshot, send it to us at hello at laurenoflove.com, and we'll respond back with your free access to the Six Laws of Wealth audio series. I look forward to seeing your review, and I am so excited to share this series with you for free. Enjoy, guys, and I'll see you on the next show.